Welcome to the Master's Method podcast, hosted by Zisser Customs Law Group. As experts in global trade, they will share valuable trade compliance and supply chain security information, along with the latest trade news, in a unique format that is easy to understand, use, and apply. They are going to simplify those complex topics, operational challenges, and difficult issues better than anyone else. Hey, Juan, you know, as we entered 2020, I tell you, the China tariffs had just been a real challenge for a lot of companies. Um, we had to deal with this all last year in 2019. It looks like we have to deal with this again in 2020. But today we're going to talk about some of the latest updates on that. But, boy, it's been challenging. Definitely has been challenging, Steve. There's list four now. There's a total of four lists that have been issued, uh, a lot of products being covered. In fact, list 4B basically covered the totality of items. Now, there's been some recent changes regarding the list that we're going to get into today, but definitely very challenging. A lot of companies have been struggling with these tariffs, a lot of money being paid out as we speak. So hopefully we'll give you guys a good update and to, as to what the 301's latest uh, uh, news is. Yeah, I think a lot of us thought that uh, when this first started, we thought this might eventually go away. Uh, looks like that's not happening anytime nope. soon. And I think it's just something we're going to have to kind of deal with. And you're going to have to be flexible and realize that this is kind of going to be kind of the new normal. Definitely it's going uh, to stick around for a while. This. Yeah, uh, definitely going to stick around for a while. Uh, we are seeing some changes as far as some tariffs being dropped, but uh, we'll discuss that a little bit more in detail. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Master's Method Podcast. I'm Steve Zisser, a customs attorney, and I specialize exclusively in the area of import and export law and supply chain security. And joining me on our podcast today is a good friend, Juan Moreno. Hi, Juan. Hi, Steve. I'm the Director of Trade Compliance here at Zizzer Group, where I've been here for the last 11 years. I originally started working for a maquiladora and a brokerage company a few years back, but I'm excited to be joining you, Steve, today for this important topic. Well, thanks, Juan. Well, today's topic, uh, this trade news topic, we're going to talk about the China Section 301 and kind of give you the latest update of what's going on. Uh, and again, this has been a super hot topic through all of 2019. And as we hit 2020, it's still uh, a real hot topic as we enter this year. We're going to talk about the newest update, which is the phase one agreement with China and what some of those changes were. We'll kind of talk about what that is and kind of what to expect and sort of where you need to go kind of from here. So Juan, what happened back on January 15th is the U.S. and China got together and they signed what they said was this new phase one agreement. What happened? That's right. They got together around that time that you mentioned, and they basically signed what's called now the phase one agreement, which basically is the start, I want to call it the start of negotiations between the U.S. and China. In terms of the 301 tariffs, the goal for this phase one agreement is to cover a lot of different topics, a lot of different areas that were discussed in the agreement. But specifically, this phase one approach is focusing more on China's ability to procure and to purchase more products from the United States. So the, so the real goal was not so much necessarily benefiting us, but it was more what China is going to have to purchase from us. That's correct, yes. It's going to benefit the U.S. That's for true. sure, as it's going to be purchases, income that the U.S. receives for these exports to China. But it's definitely something that we're seeing as a first step uh, for 301 negotiations. And it's also some other things. I think the U.S. had some other concerns, and, and apparently China is going to address some of those other issues. Like, like what were they also going to address? Well, the biggest one that I remember, Steve, was intellectual property. A lot of that foot centered around 
sort of this technology transfer, China's requirements for companies to operate in their country. That apparently has now been relaxed a little bit. The regulations for that have been kind of toned down a bit. So in, in that's one area, the technology transfer. Some of the financial services uh, processes are, have also changed. Um, definitely some areas where there is going to be some improvement in the next uh, few months on this. So these were things that, that the U.S. has been asking for all this time. This is kind of why we actually have this whole issue to begin with, right? The only reason that the U.S. really went after China and started assessing all these additional duties is because there were certain things that China was doing that the U.S. wasn't happy with. And so now this agreement is kind of maybe the first phase of negotiating some of those issues. That's right, Steve. Yes, definitely there were some unfair trade practices that China had been doing for many, many years. And kind of what the U.S. did is essentially put their foot down. They put a stop to those practices for now and are slowly starting to negotiate to see how China can change their ways of doing business. I think the U.S. is, is from what I gather, they're pretty sensitive about this because the U.S., of course, doesn't necessarily trust this. So that's why we're kind of going through this phase one approach first, which is kind of like a baby step, and then maybe there'll be a phase two and perhaps even maybe even a phase three. Uh, but this is just, just an initial step. This is not the end of it. No, that's a great point, Steve, because a lot of the questions that we get here at the firm deal or are around that. Essentially, there p- many people are asking us whether are the tariffs going to be over soon? Uh, are they going away? And no, like you just said, this is just the first step of negotiation. The U.S. is in a position where they are not going to, you know, um, um, uh, stop the tariffs until they actually see China doing what they said they were going to do on paper. So the, the U.S. really wants to prove that China follows through on their promises, that these purchases on this phase one agreement do in fact go through, and that they're meeting all of the expectations from the U.S. So, so what, in terms of tariffs, um, what's really going to happen as far as this phase one deal? What's going to really happen with the tariffs itself? Well, the first thing that's going to happen is on February 14, if I remember correctly, we're going to see a reduction in the tariff for products covered in list 4A. Right now, those products are being imported, paying 15% tariff. They're going to come down to half of that, which is 7.5% come February 14th of this year. So that's the first major change that we're going to see from this phase one agreement. That will definitely happen. Now, that's not going to be retroactive. That's going to be just going forward. That is correct, Steve, yes. Okay, so whatever you paid in the past. It stays. You paid in the past, and and, and you can't. What about the, 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 uh, I know 4B, that's kind of been taken off the table also. That's correct, yes. Uh, That's no longer. But what about the the original list, the list one, the list two, the list three? What's happening with those? Unfortunately, nothing, Steve. Those lists are going (laughs) to have stayed the same. I have heard a few rumors where maybe in phase two of the trade deal, they might open the the either two things, either a reduction to the tariffs in list one, two, and three, or possibly the uh, the uh, allow for exclusions to be filed for list one, two, and three. We still aren't a hundred percent sure on what's going to be coming out, but we do are are here. We are hearing some rumors that those lists potentially might have some opportunities. And the other thing that I wanted to but mention, right, but is right now those those three lists are still at twenty five percent. Still at twenty five percent. No change. No As change. of now, no change. No change. You're still paying the twenty five. And like you just said, four B has been suspended. But the other thing that's important, which is important that you guys hear this, is for those that don't know. 
4A still has an opportunity for exclusions. That exclusion process, though, ends at the end of this week. So for any companies that are out there that haven't filed an exclusion and, and for this 4A. I think by the time you guys hear this webinar. <laughs> it might be I a little think, bit too late. I think it might be probably a, be a little bit too late. And, and again, the good news, though, I think, Juan, what you said is it was at 15. It's going down to 7.5. Definitely, so yes. Not as painful True. as certainly the 25. That's correct. Was yeah. a big, big difference there. And, and that that's so that's certainly good news. Very good um, news, yeah. That, that it reduced, you know, reduced a bit. What what are you kind of your expectations in terms of of, you know, they they had this deal, the phase one, which is good news. Certainly, we're moving in the right direction. Um, you know, the rumor I'm hearing is, basically, for the rest of the year, probably we might not expect anything to happen. This being an election year in the U.S. That's correct, Steve. Unless something dramatically changes with the way China is moving with a phase one agreement. I don't foresee a whole lot of activity in this. I think, if anything, what we're doing today as far as tariffs on their list 1, 2, and 3 and 4A down to 4, 7.5 as of February the 14th. 7.5, yeah. Exactly. So I think that'll be probably what sticks around for the majority of 2020. For 2020. So for all of you that are listening to this podcast today, you know, that is an issue. Um, You need to really, your company I know is asking you, hey, what's going to happen with the China tariffs? Where are they going? What's your projection well, obviously, we don't have a great crystal ball here, but from what we're hearing, and, and I think most people kind of have this consensus, looks like this is going to be around for probably the rest of the year. Yes. And we're only in January, so that's a long time. And, of course, we're going through an election year, so whoever wins that election, that may, that may have an impact set on this. the tone as to where we go after that. So I would definitely be counting on these duties on the other list right now to be around for the rest of the year. I think you have to plan worst plan case. Plan for that, definitely, um, yes. And even getting into 2021, I think it's, it's going to be some timing. Uh, this isn't going to come away real fast. I don't think they're going to immediately drop them. Um, even if the President Trump isn't reelected and there's a new president, um, the rumors we're even hearing is that the, that the Democrats won't necessarily take this away so fast, uh, that they're going to use this also as leverage to, to negotiate. A lot of people have told me that what we've done, and we've never done this before, we've weaponized tariffs. That's We're using correct. tariffs yeah. as a negotiating, as tactic, a negotiating yeah. tactic. Never happened before, and now it's becoming very, very a popular yeah. uh, method. So, so, along, so along those notes, again, we stressed this in other podcasts before, specifically with the 301 China tariffs. You cannot drop your guards, guys. You have to still be verifying your values your HTS classifications, your country of origins. Yes, 301 is China-specific, but you cannot tell you how many times we've seen situations where they've come to us and the origin, for some reason or another, is not China, or they think it's not China, and it is China. Yeah, just so. because you, you, you make a product, let's say, in another country, uh, if it's not substantially transformed and you're That's using right. China product, guess what? It could still be China origin yes. or 301. Uh, purposes. So, yeah, you definitely want to stay stay prepared, stay diligent, keep watching the news. I think that's really, really critical. Well, today we talked about that phase one agreement, as we said. That is the latest and greatest of what's going on with the China 301. So watch for all those changes. We said February 14th. Yes. You're going to see that, that decrease drop from 15 to uh, just, on that, mm-hmm. just on that one list, that 4A list. It will drop in half going forward. So be prepared for that. Well, I want to thank everybody for joining us today on the Master's Method Podcast. Thank you, Juan, for sharing your recommendations. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you, Steve. Bye, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Master's Method Podcast. Zisser Customs Law Group is a full-service international trade law firm and a global leader in international trade compliance training. 
Be sure to tune in again and subscribe for more great conversations. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. If you have any questions or require additional support, please do not hesitate to contact us through our website at zissergroup.com or send us an email to solutions at zissergroup.com.